This is Mouth Media Network. Amplify and connect. The artist Prince was once known as a symbol. If we were known as a symbol, it would probably be a smear of grape jelly. Or possibly banana pudding. Nope, grape jelly. Definitely grape. This is Funny People Talking. Hi, I'm Will Boyajin with Hopeful Cases, and I would rather let my mother know my actual quality of life here in New York City than listen to funny people talk. It's funny people talking, funny people talking. We're here on funny people talking. It's funny people talking. Hey, everybody. I'm Mark Rakel, one of your hosts. And this is the first time we've ever started as a musical we with me. didn't plan that. Can you tell? Didn't. Yes, we were in perfect That's how bad it was. With me, my good friend and fellow co-host, Ms. Danielle Beckman. Hi. Hey. Thanks, Mark. Hi, Danielle Beckman. How are you? Good. I'm Mademoiselle Danielle. You are. You are. Also, uh, I should mention that, unfortunately, once again, Elsie is not with us today. Elsie is uh, tending to some other projects. She's being We're like a real producer out there. second choice today. Oh, <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. I know. But capably... And lovingly sitting in for Elsie, maybe permanently, is uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Is uh, the chief operating officer of Mouth Media Network and uh, prior guest host and one of our friends, Lois Hersica. Lois, welcome back to the show. Oh, and our hey. number one fan, by the way. Yes, thank you, Mark. Hi, Danielle. Hi, I love Lois. <laughs> Lois is the best. You. We want to like get married. Her. I know. I'm getting married. You know. Lois, let's get married. You and I. That's right. That's we'll right. make them Just, jealous. Everybody's getting married. It's just, it's just whoever you crazy. want. Also in the studio with us um, is uh, a really, really cool cat. I've been looking forward to this interview very Meow. much. So I'd like to explain just very quickly, and then I'm going to introduce who he is. Uh, one day in, I believe, October, I was walking through uh, one of the uh, – might have been 42nd Street. I'm not positive. One of the um, subway stations, and I, I saw this busker, this gentleman playing some guitar with his guitar case open, collecting money as buskers tend to do. And uh, he was doing a really great job, I, I will say, just really talented, and I was impressed by that. But he also had a sign that said the following – if you're homeless or need help, take as much from the case as you need. I just like to play. Hashtag hopeful cases. And then he gave a, what I believe was an Instagram handle at hopeful cases music. So I was like, so this is one of the good ones. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this guy. How Cool. And he's talented, too. That's the thing. He's talented. He's using his real talent to do something really, really good. And I, the name is so cool. Hopeful Cases. I love it because his case. I know. So, yeah. It's I mean, awesome. I know you knew that. I was just explaining for I love own, so. puns. So, you know, puns are good. So, anyway, uh, the gentleman's name is uh, Will Boyajin. Yeah. Did I pronounce that right? Yeah, that's how I pronounce it. Okay. Um, I'm having the same issue with that as uh, as Pete Buttigieg. But oh, please silence your phone. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Everyone silence your phone if you want, please. That's um, funny. I've just been um, alerted that um, that I mispronounced his name. No, uh, so it's it's Will 
By, say it for me. Boyajin. I say Boyajin. I don't okay. think that's how you're supposed to. And he's to. here well, in the studio. I, I know. What? Will is here. This guy with this sign and this music and this mission is here in our studio. We're going to find out all about the things that he's doing for the homeless, the things he's doing with music. And I promise you, it goes beyond this one guy with his one sign and his one case in one subway station. He's doing something extraordinary. And we're going to both unpack what he's doing and how he got there. And maybe, just maybe, he might share a little song with us if we're lucky. Yes, a little uh, improv so as he, well. He brought his guitar and it would be really, really a shame if it went to waste carrying that thing here. So I care it even if I'm not playing. That's it. Right? You never know. Yeah, just for the vibe. You walk into Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. He's like, hey, you want to play with me? You're like, oh, the one time I didn't bring my damn guitar. No, it's, is for, it like, it's for my bad boy image. Is it your merch? It is. Like your man purse is Sometimes it's empty. Case. It's just filled with snacks. Yeah, see? Yeah. That's what I mean. That's I what, love can it. You imagine? That'd be so cool. Like it would be like peanut butter sandwiches in there. Um, that That's what I imagine in there. <laughs> Straight up peanut up, butter. If there were peanut butter sandwiches in there, I swear I wouldn't be shocked. But chunky or smooth, Mark? Um, see what I, I mean? I like both, but I prefer chunky. I prefer chunky. What okay. about you, Will? I like I like smooth. Okay. Lois? Okay. I like Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's has the best peanut butter. Chunk or smooth? Smooth. Okay. Okay. We got two chunk, two smooth. And additional information. We're going to have to (laughs) battle this out. Okay. I don't know what's going to happen, but I just had to- It's chunky versus smooth. You know Chunky's going to win because we're we're more hardcore. Well, we're also on the show every time, so even if she won today, next- Boom. (laughs) Boom. Um, Anyway- I do like the Trader Joe's one. So we're going to find out all about Will and everything he's doing with Hopeful Cases in a few minutes. Um, We'll also play a brand new improv game. And, you know, sometimes our improv games don't work. But they I, don't I actually am speaking of the word hopeful. I'm hopeful about this one, to be honest with you. I think it, I think it's going to work, and that will be coming up in a little bit. Uh, and I have a story about karma and food, <laughs> and um, someone that I yelled at in the subway. Mark has the best subway story. <laughs> this is a good one. So I'll tell it to you in a second. You must not be on your I'll, phone in the subway. You must be looking at people. I am you just interact with the world. Trouble. You are. Okay. Can I tell you can I tell you a funny secret? Yeah. So this may surprise you. I, I don't drink very often to the point where like getting drunk or whatever like that. But okay. in the event that I'm out with my brother. Oh. And We've been drinking, which is really quite a rare occasion that we'd be out and drinking or something. But inevitably, this is me going up to my brother almost every time. Hey, I want to get in a fight. Let's go get in a fight. That is you, one you I, what? I look to say every subway. What? I look to save the day and I tried once and it ended so badly, <laughs> uh, which maybe there's time. I'll share that one. But it is – it's not for everyone. What what is not for everyone? Stopping a fight? Try, I always thought like, oh, if you're just a good guy, you can stop a fight. But oh, you right. can't. No, you have to actually know how to be tough. And it wasn't. It was so a bad the good one. news is, if I dig in a fight, Will might be there to stop it. Which is really well, everyone thinks because I'm tall. They go, yeah, tall guy is gonna. No, I'm not. So Mark wants to get in a fight. Yeah, I'm not saying I end up Why? getting in a fight. I don't know what it is, and I'm not oh, like an no. aggressive person. I'm I'm really not. You know me. I'm I'm not. You know I'm not someone you would think about that way. I'm not. I don't get. I'm not an angry drunk or whatever like that. Is this on whiskey, tequila, beer? Which one creates this energy know. within? I haven't you? really tracked it. 
Well, I think it's time, Mark. Okay, I'll try to Okay, I'm going to text your brother right now. So a year and a half an hour, uh, from now, when I drink like that again, I'll, yeah, there I'll you go. Once journal. a year. Anyway, so um, before we get started with the show, I I do have a question for you, Danielle. Yeah, Mark. What's with the monocle? Uh huh. You you have a monocle. Well, what about it? Not just a monocle, by the way. It's a pink monocle. Yeah. Which is pretty impressive. I didn't even know that they make. A pink monocle. Although there's nothing wrong with being stylish. Oh, they make every sort of monocle. Well, you don't usually walk in with a monocle. It's the first time I've seen you with a monocle. Do you really want to know? I want to know Okay. what's the deal with I've, monocle and Rachel. Sorry. I had a minor, minor, <laughs> a minocle. I had a minor, very minor that I really didn't want to bring up. Minor LASIK surgery on my right eye. Uh-huh. Okay. And Could you only afford one eye? Is that what it was? Mark, this is New York. <laughs> You're on a budget. You got to oh, do right. one cornea at a time. A My train was late. I only have one. A cornea. A corner of a cornea. <laughs> cornea. And therefore, I'm still recovering on the right. So they gave me like a peanut man pink monocle. And it has tiny pearls. A do you see them? Man. I'm like the peanut man. Yeah, Mr. Peanut. Right, Mr. Peanut. Yeah, Mr. Peanut. By the way, Mr. Peanut saved my life. Well, sometimes peanuts kill people, so I'm glad that he. When saved I was yours. a baby, I had a Mr. Peanut like stuffed doll or whatever, okay. and I fell out of my crib okay. onto my Mr. Peanut doll. That's where my head landed, and it saved Aww. saved me. That's well, what my look, parents. So told me. I'm bringing back fond memories with my LASIK monocle. That's all we needed. So when I see you next week, it'll be on the other side. Well, that might disturb me. And. I'm so sorry. It's not about you. It's about know, me and my is. eyes and my budget. <laughs> budget. But I'm quite excited to it's use this monocle. monocle for future. I'm going to probably pop out the prescription and just make sure that it's clear and just be like this really cool, hip, 30-something-year-old millennial cool. with a monocle, right? Do they make sunglass monocles? They do now. They will. They will. Oh, someone will this. now. Wait, There's... do you actually have a monocle? Yes, yes. I'm wearing oh, I it. Thought, I thought it? this was a I'm wearing it. Do you not see it? It's just it's, oh, your head was turned. He always yeah yeah exactly. Which is a good it's a good profile for you. Thank it you. is yes Thank and you. it is yes yes so yes. Yeah, um, he always is. Mark always throws me under the bus for something quirky I'm doing or wearing like bringing my terrarium with my I look as being observant and 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 recognizing things. I assume I you guess. Do I mean, you one of these had... days, I'm just gonna have to look call you out. You on can't your... wear a pink what? monocle and not expect people to notice. Well, it's, it's gonna be all over my Instagram did or they my have... Finstagram, which is a <laughs> fake Instagram. Did... What? <laughs> Did they have did they have a pink monocle in stock or did you have to get the special order of that? This um my friend in Sweden helped with. <laughs> my friend in Sweden sent it over. Is that an IKEA monocle? No. No, I did not have to assemble it in twenty <laughs> easy steps. <laughs> well, step three of which was missing. Yeah. No. Step three is why it's shattered. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay, so uh, <laughs> do you have a nerd tip for us today, my I friend? do. Right. Just the tip, nerd tip. Ooh. It's actually a little, it's like a nerd science fun fact. <laughs> nerd science fun fact. Nerd, nerd science, science fun, fun fact. fact. Okay, so have you guys heard of tribal luminescence? 
No. Cricket, cricket. Wait, is that when like things in the sea get luminescent and then other things do no. also? No. Oh, that'd be cool. That's bio, bioluminescence. Yeah, well, bio I thought tribal was like this is that tribal one thing affects something else. Kind That's of a cool idea. Well, essentially, I thought this was really cool because I was eating a Werther's candy today. So, essentially, <laughs> I'll explain why. Where there is candy. So, if there's a little if, land in the Lower East Side, all candy. If I could describe my dream woman, it is a woman wearing a monocle eating a hard candy alone in her apartment. Well, Damn it, if you were just engaged, I'm I'd engaged, be like, engaged, hey. but listen. If you got a sister. Yeah. Yeah. I'm an only child, but I have a mother. She's listening right now. And your mother's also listening. My mother doesn't have the internet. Okay, so here's the, the nerd tip. Thanks to a process called tribal luminescence, all hard candies give off a small spark when they're bitten into. The process is similar to the electrical charge that makes lightning, but on a smaller scale. Tribal luminescence is the emission of light from a substance caused by rubbing, scratching, or similar frictional contact. I just want to say, if we, when we play, if I was in charge of the world again, if yeah. my problem is that we don't have enough electricity, my solution <laughs> would be a lot of yes. candy. Yes, everyone. Generate enough. Lifesaver. Spark it too. Can you imagine like someone going? Literally, it's called a lifesaver. My spark plug really? is out of my motor. How can I generate a spark? <laughs> I'll just like chew a candy real close to the engine. Exactly. Exactly. Put it's like ready to go. Try it again, Bill. <laughs> But how cool is that? So, yeah, just rub, scratch your candy and or bite down and everything's good. That's how you get more candy. I just realized how when I brought up tribal luminescence and then I went to Werther's Candies, none of you knew the punchline. I'm so sorry. Here we are. Let me adjust my monocle. Now I can see you better. All right. Well, this seems like an appropriate time. Mark, for, yes. guess what? What? It's time to start the show. Lightning, lightning, lightning. <laughs> From the Mouth Media Network studios in New York City, and from the same people who brought you Monkey Radio with Mark, this is Funny People Talking with Mark Rako, Danielle Beckman, and Elsie. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. So happy you're here with us. Uh, I am excited. Before we start, a quick bit of housekeeping. A little earlier in the show than we typically do. Uh, we so badly, so intensely wish to have our good friend someday, uh, Tina Fey, on the show. Yeah. So as per usual, it is our appeal to Tina Fey where we pray to the comedy gods in the hopes that someday she will be on the show, call in, drive by, send us a postcard. In any way that she can recognize the show, yes. we just believe in the power of positive thought and putting it out to the universe. So Danielle and I will lead a a prayer, if you will, to the comedy gods. If you feel the desire to join in, I I, I welcome that if you wish. So uh, I'll I'll begin. Um, yes. Tina Fey, please come on the show. Tina, oh, comedy gods, we appeal to you. you. Come, uh, we I'm put it out to the world. Out of New York. The energy, I'm the Tina be so Fey, sad. somehow will end up Tina, on funny people talking to Tina Fey, Tina, Tina Fey, Tina Fey. You know what's really funny? You and I are both quite musical, and I don't believe we positively bad. harmonize with each other Not a single once. time ever. I'm going to try to find something, but okay. I kind of threatened. I threatened her in that last one. I was like, "If you don't, if you don't come, I'm moving out of New York." That's right. 
Okay, so I have to tell you two stories. Um, and we'll let you choose the order. Okay. One is about karma okay. and one is about yelling at someone in the subway. Do the subway one first. Okay. So the other day, one of the things I can't stand, and I know that there are different schools of thought in this, and I, I welcome all schools of thought to this conversation. <laughs> Honestly, I do. But I do not condone uh, subway, what do you call it, uh, fair jumping. Oh, and, I thought you were going to say noise pollution. And the reason that I say that, the reason I feel that way is – it's one thing when it's a clearly, obviously homeless person who's trying to find some shelter mm-hmm. and they're really not trying to use the – I'm like, I'm not a jerk. Yeah. You know? Okay. But when it's some snot-nosed kid that's wearing nice sneakers and yeah. his nice iPhone and he looks at the person in the toll bo- in the, the booth, yeah. uh, the, the subway MTA person, and kind of looks in like, what are you going to do to me? And then like does the big jump over the yeah. – over the I, I want to kill this kid. Right. Not really kill him. But I'm saying I'm, I'm angry because, because he's saying I don't have to do that. Right. I'm above all this. You stupid saps can pay for this thing. I'm still going to use well, it. Well, now it's not illegal anymore to do that. It's not got, illegal, but there's it, it did kind of go back from what I understand. I okay. think that there was a bit of reversal on that okay. where now they are hiring more metro police to police this. Mm. And I read somewhere, and I don't know if this is true, but it's like going to cost like $250 or $200 million in police costs to properly police this to protect 250 million in fairway in fair evasion so they'll still be ahead by like 40 million but it's a uh. it's a substantive issue and this is one of our big this is one of our big issues right now uh yeah, it's not really, but yeah. But in the moment, here's what happened. <laughs> yeah, so there was there was a, there was this one one kid I saw that jumped right over the thing. And so I paid and I went in and I walked after him and I saw him walk in and just go right behind a pillar, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And um and it was very clear he wanted to hide. He wasn't like I'm out in the open, whatever, come get me. He was like, "Oh, I got to go hide so nobody fi- finds me cuz haha, I saved 275." And it is a lot of money. Sorry. I, 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 I would like to point out, just for the record, I've been so poor in the past that I've been like three months behind on my rent. I literally have been searching for 50 cents in my couch cushion so yeah. I could eat. I understand what it's like maybe not to live on the street but to literally have nothing. Yeah. And skip it. But even then, never once did I ever – not pay to ride the subway. That's my choice. But I'm saying I believe in – I'm not going to use something I mm-hmm. – that's the system. I yeah. agreed to abide by. Anyway, so the, he ran in or he jumped. He walked really quickly and then hid behind a girder like a pole. So what I did is I kind of walked past him to size him up and see if he would be any trouble to me. You know, how dangerous does he look? Yeah. Is there weapons going to be involved? Are there Jordan, if, Air Jordans? Are there – Who knows what's going to happen? Will he push me under the tracks? I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. So I, I kind of got to look at him and I'm like, I can take this guy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to do anything, but I'm saying I was – I'm not afraid of him. How old was he? Like 17? I, I'm going <laughs> to estimate he was a, a 19 to 22 kind of range. Fair game. Okay. Fair game. Right? Well, Fair 19 game. to 22 okay. is a little teachable more moment. It's just a teachable moment. Yeah. Well, so, mature. So I, I went up to him and I said – um, you got to go pay for your fare. Ooh, child. He kind of looked at me and goes, what? I said, you got to go back 
and pay your fare. He says, what do you work for the MTA? I said, no, I'm someone that's going to beat the shit out of you if you don't. <gasps> oh, snap. He just looked at me for a second and he did an about face and he walked. Oh, my God. And he left the station, went up the stairs and left. Wow. And that was it. I wasn't going to touch him. I wouldn't have done anything. But the attitude that came from him was like, what are you going to do about it? I'm like, I'm going to beat the crap out of you if you don't pay. Wow. It was interesting to see how quickly he folded at that. New Yorkers watch New Yorkers. And um, and and I got to be honest with you. I kind of felt proud of myself after that because – because he knew what he did was wrong. The reason I know it is he didn't fight me on it at all. He didn't even of try course. to argue or say he was didn't do it. Or he knew it was wrong the minute he did it, and he left immediately yep. and, and left the station. And I was happy enough that he either had to wait till I left and get the next train and try it yeah. again, or go to the next station and do it, or whatever. He totally looked like he could manage the two seventy five. He was yeah. just someone that was trying to beat the system. So anyway. Um, I have to tell you, I told my wife, Heather, that. What did she say? That might have been one of her favorite stories ever. She was so proud of me. Oh, my gosh. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. No, it gets the hormones flowing. It's it was. Sides. It was. Yeah, I was like, come on, anybody else give me, you know, hey. Hey. Hey, I want to get a fight. Hey. <laughs> I wasn't even drinking. That's the funny thing. Oh, there it is. Call back. back. Well, it. now, does this so, have to do with karma, Mark? No. So the other thing, karma for Marquise him. Marquise with a Q. So, so I'm going to tell you. So in a complete other end of the Mark world, I saw, um, I don't know if the person was homeless. I guess I assume everyone begging on the street is homeless. That's probably not actually true. But a person begging for money. Yeah. And I was right next to McDonald's, so I went in and I, I bought the person a like two dollar and fifty cent salad, and mm-hmm. I brought it out because I'm like, this is nutrition, so I'll bring out something nutrition. I gave it to the woman, and she wasn't like, oh, thank you, but she was like, okay, thank you, and I'm sure she would have preferred the money, but I gave her the salad, and yeah, whatever. that's it. I wasn't even like, I'm so proud of myself. I was just like, eh, I just took care of the person. I could do it, right? <clears throat> so then I went and got a coffee for myself and Dunkin' Donuts, and I said, you know what, I could use a donut. So what happened is they didn't charge me for the donut. Mm. So that was karma kicking in, I felt. I don't think karma's really stopping its journey to take care of my donut. But it felt like (laughs) there was no need for them to give me this free donut. I didn't tell them a story. I was nobody special. It wasn't 10.59 and they're closing at 11 and they're trying to get rid of their still donuts. It was like 3.30 in the afternoon. They still could have sold the donut. But I think they were just for whatever reason. Okay. So then today, I went to a dollar pizza place mm-hmm. and just grabbed a piece of pizza. And I realized – so the guy brought it out. It's on a paper plate. I have not touched it. I realized I don't have any cash on me. I said, I'm really, really sorry. I thought I had a dollar on me, but I don't. I mm-hmm. said, no problem. He's like, no, you can still have it. I'm like, no, no, it's okay, really. I mean, it's fine. You can just give it to someone else. He's like, no, no, you can still take it. That's great. And I was like – You're like, am I in New York? This yeah. karma is still – you know what though? I will Wait, tell you something. Pizza and a donut? Different double weeks, karma? Lois. Yeah, double yeah. karma. <laughs> now, why, what I want to know pizza is. Pizza and a donut in the same well, meal? No, just kidding. That's I want to know why this karma doesn't kick in when I want a Bentley. That's all there I'm saying. There you go. But, hey, it might. It might, Mark. It, uh, it, the week ain't over. So, yeah. But what I, what, I, what I just love is how this karma kept like. It's true. Living on. 
but to answer your question, I don't know about you guys, but I have had stuff like this happen a lot in my time in New York. Same. The number of same. times I didn't have enough money to pay for something, person's like, just take it. Or yep. they're like, you know what? You can just bring it to me tomorrow. And I'm yeah, like, come back and, and tomorrow, like even like. And I do. I bet doing you do copies. too. I do. Yeah, no, yeah. And they always. <clears throat> yeah. They always, because you know, we're all, the city's good people. Yeah. I know. I just thought what would have been so funny is if after the donut, that kid you could. It was like, hey, man, you pay for that donut? Get back there and pay for that donut, man. Yeah, right? I don't, I'm not confident that Will approves of my policing that fair jumper. No, uh, it's... Not that you have to prove. No, I no. I, I have nothing within – I have nothing against an individual. You absolutely – that's within your right to do and he probably shouldn't have jumped the it's, the – it's the MTA as a whole is doing some stuff right now that's yeah. like maybe not the most transparent and honest with oh, yeah. this. Like what? What are you talking about? So this 500 cops thing, oh, uh, right. what they just changed some of their rules and now cops have the ability to police for quality of life. Oh. Which if there's – like – and I don't think they're going to be like, hey – that guy is holding too many bags and he's taken up too much of the platform. I think they're going to be like, this guy's sleeping here. Right. Let's kick him out. So there's yep. a big – there's actually another – there's an ad campaign right now on all these uh, mm-hmm. subway ads now. You see them where they're like fair evasion is an issue. Yes. Yeah. Someone – some group has calculated how much they spent on those ads oh, yeah. and right. puts a sticker on them. So on it, it says like this ad Was... cost $44,000 right. in this yep. campaign. Uh, but no, I mean it's a it's a it's MTA has got their hands full. It's, yeah. it's a they're the Look, only they subway. Of, yeah. They have a lot of stuff that they're trying to do, and if you think about the if there is that much money in fare evasion that happens, and they say, "Look, if we spend two hundred thousand dollars on ads, we calculate it will save." Two million dollars in fares by the impact of it. Maybe yeah. it's worth it, and this is how we start offsetting the costs of all the improvements we have to make. Yeah. I'm not defending it. I'm Tons just saying it's probably. Oh, I get it. Yeah, but then I, I, I do think that the type of person who jumps a turnstile isn't going to see the ad and be like, "Whoa, scared." Yeah. I should stop jumping turnstiles. Wow, I have no look idea. You no, know, what it might do is motivate people to tell to people do it, to do, do what you shit. did. Exactly. What you did. Maybe this podcast will be the turning point, and this maybe guys vigilantes I... all throughout the city. Done. Can you imagine if it all got traced back to this one moment? We were funny all part vigilantes of it? talking, and you get asked to be on a podcast, and they're like, <laughs> "Tell me about the subway, man. What did you do?" Will we are all great Americans? <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> glory, glory. Hallelujah. <laughs> okay. So anyway, those I just wanted to stories. say one real quick one yeah. for me. I was having um, a very uh, sad day, maybe like this was like four years ago, oh. and I walked into a prêt à manger. What is that? A uh, prêt à manger. Prêt. <laughs> is that? <laughs> and, are you supposed to call it prêt à manger? Yeah, is that really what, ready what it is? to eat. It's a French. Is that? I phrase. didn't know that. I was wondering like what that whole thing is. Yeah, I used to say prêt à manger. Anyway, that I, I okay. The first time I ever had it was in the UK, and it was great. And then they started popping up all over New York. Oh my gosh, I love Pret. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was I walked in, and it ugh, I must have. Well, I guess I do. I'm very expressive, so people can read me. Um, so I walked in, and I guess I was like, you know, teary eyed, bloodshot oh. eyes, sad, whatever. And I walked in, and I had my sandwich and my thing, and I put it up at the thing, and. The person went to ring me up, and then he was like, okay, you're good. And I was like, okay, but, like, how much is it? Like, I was holding my cards still, and and he was like, oh, you're good, honey. You're good. 
And I was like, what? Oh, wow. And his name was Angel. Oh. No. And I was like, I cannot with you right now. And I just like burst out into tears again. He's like, this is on us. Don't worry. And so I went. And I then I story. kid you not, a few months later, I went into a different pret and they gave me my coffee and croissant for free. They're like, this is on us today. And I was like, thank you. And so I, I have a feeling that in their corporate culture, Do they, have- they are allowed to give a certain amount of things away a day. Like, it makes sense. And Do just kind of make someone stay. Maybe I think I was happy that time. And they're like, I, you, you know what her. I'm going to look like the next time <laughs> I go into the print manager. Did you, say, uh, did you say something to the manager or something? No, I don't know. I just I think I went up after I ate everything. And I was like, Angel, you really lived up to your name. Thank you so much. Because it would have like, been great if you were like, I'd like to tell you about your employee. He like really like helped really, me out. And they were like, we're not allowed to give that No, away. if he was like, there's no Angel who works here. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, Angel died four years oh. ago. Who are you looking at, Danielle? And then I'm sitting in the corner eating my falafel, crying. Oh. And then I'm dead the whole time. What? Oh, it's like six, it's like the sixth sense. Mm-hmm. Juiced by M. Night Shambhala mm-hmm. Oh, wow. What a name. Shambhalamalam? Yeah. I've never that, said it right. Shambhalamalam. Is that really the, the whole... There's a line of that in my movie. Is there? He says M. Night Shamlon, and I say it's Shamalan. Yeah, it's Shamalan, right? Shamalan. I was a host at a restaurant, and he came in once, and he is like you would think he is. He's a, a little is creepy. Is he strange? No, yeah. He, he literally is like, I'll have a table for four. No, six. Like, he like, cha- like he, the whole time, he just looks so intense. Yeah. Like, there's a twist coming. Yeah. And there is. What restaurant? Landmark at Columbus Circle. Oh, Ooh, that is yeah. be fancy. I know. I was a host there until I didn't come in for New Year's. Is ooh is that the place where people Did throw you know up in the napkins you... because there's so much butter in the food? I never saw someone throw up a napkin, but I did see a lady pass out in the ladies' room. Someone told me I wasn't just in was the ladies' room. Was it from alcohol? I I don't know, but I do know that the ambulance like would not come. I was like, "There's a lady passed out. Can you send an ambulance?" And they were like, "Dude, like how is she? Like how passed out is she? Like all the way out?" And I, I was like, "I don't know. Oh, she's just she's on the ground." And they're like. Pfft. Oh, man. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, we'll send someone. They were like, is she dead? Because we're going to take our time if she's dead. It was a whole... <gasps> no, That's Per Se horrible. is the one. Oh, Per Se Per Se is... is the one where people literally will sit and eat, and they will... At the only... In the bathroom, there are napkins and, like, actual, like, cloth napkins, towel, hand towels that you put in a bin. And people will go in and, like, literally have to th- – they will, like, throw up or, like, spit their food out in it because there's so much richness and butter to the food that people can't handle it. Oh, my. And they – per se goes, like, way over the top, too. But oh, yeah, it's the most expensive really nice restaurant like in the city, isn't it? Yeah, it is, I think. Hmm. Anyway, fun I'm still facts. thinking about you in the bathroom there. I'm still thinking, like, oh, my God. What a lucky break he happened to be in the bathroom at that moment. You know? I know. <laughs> what a lucky – All those years. <laughs> I'll tell you. A peeping oh. angel. Um, Angel, what do you say we play an improv game? What do you say? I say woohoo! All right, so um, our improv game today—it's a brand new improv game. We've never played it; we just made it up. It is called Musical Press Conference, and the idea is that you, whoever is the person that's playing at the moment, is giving a press conference, and all of their responses must be in song, and in the style in which the question 
has been asked them. So, for example, I might say, country western, so uh, what's going to happen with the bulldozer? And then you have to answer in a country – do your best country western. Nice. Now, <clears throat> there is one rule here and that is that Lois has requested <laughs> um, very respectfully not to be asked to sing. So all of Lois's suggestions <laughs> must be in something that could be spoken. <laughs> Whether right. it, spoken word. Uh, spoken word. It could be um, slam poetry. It could be hip hop. It could. Is that fair? Rap. Okay. Good. Thank you, so Mark. just to just to point that out. Uh, are we cool to try this? Patter songs by Sondheim. <clears throat> okay. So Danielle, <laughs> I'm go, I'm going to anoint you to be the first uh, guinea yes. pig of this. Um, Lois, how about a t- uh, topic that this press conference is about? Yes, I'm holding a press conference about. Squids. Ah, press conference about Aww, squids. That's oh, we favorite love squids. Is it? Is that a spirit animal? I knew that. Animal? I knew so you squids. did. Did you really know that? No. Oh, so, so <laughs> it could have. It's possible. We're all fam here. So, uh, so it's a press conference about squids, and uh, we could all sort of whoever has a question can can indicate they have a question, and Daniel will call on them until it feels that it's okay. Over. So, uh, uh, Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. Yeah, and you're gonna say you have to say the style that yes, I need cool. to do the thing in. Cool. So, uh, Danielle, um, uh, I'd like to know how many squids uh, we're actually talking about here um, in hip hop. <clears throat> uh, uh, squid, squid. I had a squidding pasta. Let me tell you about it. That's why we're here, everyone. Okay? We're going to eat squid ink pasta today. There were 16. We killed an extra one. It was an accident. Uh, uh, uh. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> you, ma'am, sir. Yeah, sir. Um, do you think that squids have enough tentacles, and or do you think they should have more tentacles in a heavy metal? <laughs> Tentacles, they need more. Ah! I think they need more tentacles. They're trying to be like an octopus. Thank you. Did that answer your question? Yeah, ma'am. It's it's a podcast. You have to speak, Lois. You can't just gesticulate just to be clear. Thank you. Welcome. You, ma'am. Lois is now raising her hand. <laughs> Danielle is now calling on Lois. Yes. Lois took that feedback well. I always do. I know. So tell us, Danielle, in Country Western, about squids in the schoolhouse. Squids in the schoolhouse. You never knew they'd be there. You'd think they'd be somewhere else, like the ocean. That's where they should be. Do, 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 do. It's where they should be, not in the schoolhouse. That's where they should be. Lee, 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 lee. Squid in the schoolhouse. It's crazy. Awesome. Did I answer all y'all's questions? Yeah, I think yes, uh, yes, yes, for the press conference. So Very good. Glory Danielle. to God. Way to go. I'm out. Way to go. Way to go. 
Uh, that was interesting because the momentum gets cut off yeah. when the person asks the question. I know. But it's kind of fun because it gives you a moment. Those are all the good Those are all the good song genres, too. Yeah. Like I, I got are, them all. Those are the best ones. You got all the, yeah. Well, you're not going to get it. Yeah, you're going to get sucky. I, Is I it know. Will's turn? Those are all mine. Like, yeah, I, I want think, that one. I think Will's going to feel a lot of freestyle rap. Dang it. Well, well I do, too. I wasn't rapping. Oh, no, yeah, no, yeah. I do. All right. I wasn't rapping that well. I'm usually way better. No, I hear you. That was very poor rap. It was. For me, it was bad. Okay, what uh, am I doing? Daniel, give uh, Will a, a topic for um, his press conference. I'm going to give him the topic in the question. Is that okay? Uh, sure. With the style. Please. Okay. All at oh. once. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes, and please. So, hi, sir. We're here to. We're just wondering. Do you believe that Mark Rako stole the Persian rug <laughs> on the night of the fifteenth in the style of musical theater? Do you believe that he was the one who stole the Persian rug? Well, we're sure that he stole that rug. And here is why we're sure. Because the rug that used to be here is no longer on the floor. And I think I know he could not afford a rug at a better price. And I went to his apartment and I saw it there lying on the floor and it looked real nice. <laughs> Thank so, yeah, you, sir. Thank you, sir. I totally agree. I buy mm-hmm. that. I buy that. Um, uh, we have another question. Um, we uh, have another question. Yeah, yeah, hi, uh, hi uh, my name is Mark Rako and um, I have um, an issue with the accusation that I may have stolen a Persian rug. So what I really like to know is what kind of evidence do you have that supposedly and allegedly I stole this uh, this Persian rug and uh, in in the style of um, Weird Al Yankovic? Ah. Uh. Well, keep going. First choice. Well, (laughs) Mark, we have evidence you stole the rug, and we have a plan to show you. We saw pictures of a rug Mm. on your Instagram, and I tell you, I check you all the time. (laughs) I take a peek. At your Instagram, and there was no picture of a rug there last week. Is that where all that is? Uh, you get two extra points because that was really tough. Good job summoning we're Yankovic. And yes, uh, satisfied with your suggestions that I stole it. Anyone else? Any other questions? Yes, this yes, is Lois. Yes, ma'am. Lois raising her hand <laughs> once again. Hi. Okay, in the style of the Beatles, tell us if it's true. That Mark got the rug in the Ukraine. <laughs> well, that's good. All right. Yes. It's not true that he got the rug in the uh, Ukraine. <laughs> I think he didn't carry it across the sea on the airplane. I'll tell you where I thought he got it. And in fact, and this is the fact I think Mark went down to a TJ Maxx. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
That is way that good. That had like a buddy beautiful Holly job. ring too. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful, beautiful job. That was really good. Or right, we have to. That put was low- definitely Ooh, buddy. Great Holly. job, well. That was great. Thank you. Thank you for the, hitting up the challenge there. All right, it's Los's turn. No, no, can I defer to Will? Why? Why are you because, deferring to Will? Uh, because Will is so good. Okay. Okay, well, it's then, Mark's turn. Then I'll just go then. then. Mark's then the go. finale. Um, okay, so Lois, you get well, I don't, to. Not the finale. Yeah, you I'm are. Just, no, I'm just. I'm just. You up. get to choose what the conference is about. Oh, no, you already do. Will, you get to choose what the conference is about. All right. This conference is about the. This is about grilled cheeses and grilled cheese technology, the best way to make a grilled cheese. <laughs> yeah, okay. just about grilled cheeses. It's a grilled cheese convention, as it should be. Yeah, yeah. Thank and you. then, in what style is it for him? Well, he needs a question. Oh, my question and your question for the press conference. Yeah. So, Mark, a lot of people out there are using butter mm. to make their grilled cheeses, but some people are using various oils, olive, and the like. So, in the style mm. of a 90s boy band. Yeah. Can you tell me what is your preference, butter or oil, to make a grilled cheese? I would like to preface this that I don't have enough knowledge of 90 boys bands to do an effective let impression. Let it go. Yeah. If you want me, girl, let me know. Okay, okay that was just thank a you. little that was helpful. Thank you. Masterclass. <laughs> <laughs> Oil is a ba ba oil. I like my orange oil. I like my uh, basil oil. I like all my oils to make my grilled cheese. It's grilled cheese. It's grilled cheese. Won't you give me more grilled cheese, please? So that's very controversial. I feel like you really enjoy sure oil. I feel like it's uh, you're enjoying oil with your grilled cheese. I mm-hmm. think the main question here is, yeah. are you a purist with craft singles or mm-hmm. are you going spicier? I would really like to know that in the uh. style of a power ballad from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Every night when I make my grilled cheese, do I decide? Could I decide? Should I decide? Is it singles from craft? Or is it spicy? Maybe I feel a draft. <laughs> no, sorry, that's as far as that's going. I, I'm sorry. I'm just not with it on that one. We're obsessed with uh, your that modulations. Was like such, that was such a tasty musical choice. It was. Oh, no, I'm it excited was. to listen to this now so I can <laughs> steal that. For, like, I came Take up with it. That was a, I was, <laughs> he, he stole. That was like a that was like a Celine. That All right, was like a Celine. Right. That was. Thank you. Um, okay, thank you. But, I think we still have one more question Mark, from Mark. a yes, dissatisfied oh, person. Up, right? How yeah. do you weigh in on the tomato bacon oh, dilemma? Yeah. Tomato versus bacon versus bacon. I see. In the style of Gilbert and Sullivan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. When I have a bacon on my grilled cheese, 
A bacon is the best thing on a grilled cheese. Then it is the best. If it is the best, then why is there tomato? Tomato and bacon. Tomato and bacon. Tomato and bacon. No tomato. Only bacon. Only bacon. Only bacon. Only bacon. Only bacon. Only bacon. On my grilled cheese. Only bacon. Only bacon. Only bacon. I really like this song. I don't, know, I don't, yeah. I don't really know if that was Gilbert and Sullivan, yeah, but I was kind good. of yeah. thinking it like, was um, it was good. Uh, I am the very model of a major general. Major. Like I'm thinking general, in that general yes. direction. Anyway, yeah. so I think the winner of this is Will for sure. Yeah, that Agreed. was clear winner of this game. Amazing. Well I didn't like starting off with hip hop. That, I just got to I was so jealous. I was so jealous. See, yeah, I would have liked I to start. But I thought I did really well. You did I well. Did you were really best really well. you were best hand raiser ever. <laughs> is Gilbert <laughs> and Sullivan also like, hello, my baby, hello, my darling. Hello, hello my red time now. When pizza's on a bagel, you can <laughs> eat pizza anytime. I put Probably those is, together. Yeah. So They're not the same. Well, if I had thought about giving you Gilbert Sullivan, I would have, because I think you would have executed Ugh. even better. Well, anyway, Whatever. that's it for this uh, edition. Yay. First edition, and I don't know necessarily the last. I thought that was fun mm-hmm. of uh, the musical fun. press conference. Thank you, everybody, for playing. All right, uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's going to be all about Will and Hopeful Cases right after this. Just like Tribbles... We don't contribute much, we make a lot of noise, we are always eating something, and no matter how much you try to get rid of us, there's always more of us. We're also quite cute. This is Funny People Talking. All right, Will. Uh, we need to know something, and that is this. <laughs> you play guitar, you sing, you're an actor, mm-hmm. uh, you write your own stuff. Mm-hmm. You also clearly, which we'll get into, uh, have a philanthropic or social justice vein in your body that that, yeah. that drives you in some way. So before we get into how Hopeful Cases even started, I don't want to just repeat the other interviews you've had where you've told the story, but I think it's useful for some context. Mm-hmm. Um, who are you? M- meaning, if you were to boil you down and say, this is what I am. Um, I'm a storyteller. I'm an artist. I'm a, a, a person that needs to express themselves. Um, I'm a humanitarian. I, like, like, who do you feel the essence of you is? Uh, and maybe it's not where you started. Maybe you've discovered yourself along the way. No, I yeah, it's, it's absolutely changed uh, as we all do. You know, I hate the word because it has a connotation of like a like a robust guy and an ascot. But like the term bon vivant, like this idea of like just tasting life and just I'm all about mm-hmm. just like I'm all about just doing stuff. I think I like to, I'm someone who just wants to do stuff and wants to learn as much as I can about everything and everyone. Uh, so what's I, the word? I'm so sorry. Yeah. Bon vivant. You know, it's funny. Bon vivant, like I good was... life? Liver? Yeah, no, yeah. Good it's life, like a, liver? It's like, oh, okay. It was like an old, you know, it was like an old Victorian term of those guys, these people who'd be like, I'm going to be 
No one knows this, so keep yeah, using it. Put it on your website. I love it. I didn't know that word either, but I thought maybe everybody else did, so I was just going to go with it and just, yep, I know oh, that word. I understood uh, him. Maybe no. Maybe this is an obscure thing. No, I, it's V obscure. I've oh. really never heard it, and I have to say, I hear a lot of people trying with their branding like a lot because I do coaching on that, so like, do, just steal it. It's a cool thing. Like If you type it, like, it was like big in the Victorian, and there'd be like a guy who'd be like, I'm, I'm an adventurer and a carpenter and a hunter, and I also write, and I... And I do a little bit of everything, and it's all about just tasting life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but cool. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit of everything. Yeah. I still haven't figured out exactly what I am. But well, well, that's a fair answer, though, that you haven't figured that out yet. Oh, not at all, not at all. <clears throat> um, how did you end up making the decision that the first day that you said, "I'm," so did you ever busk and keep the money? Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. So when did it turn that there was a day and you said? I'm not keeping this money this time. And, and I'm officially allowed to tell this story because the timeline is long enough now. Perfect. Really? I, uh, was there actually a problem? No, yeah, there was kind of a weird timeline oh, about okay. it. Uh, through a weird, weird series of events, I got asked to play by Sigourney Weaver, who I had a huge crush on. Well, Sigourney Weaver's assistant emailed me and said, we want someone to play Alan Rickman's year <laughs> memorial thing. Would you play, in your style, a version of Pharrell's Happy? Why um, Why you, by the way? It was like I was referred by someone who referred who couldn't do it. I was like, Great. third draft pick, but I was really pumped. Great. And I told everybody. I was like, this is my, like, Lana Turner at the Soda Fountain. I'm going to get discovered. This is my moment. And I'd had a really rough year up until that point. So this was finally something good happened. Yeah, you. I was like, this is going to be it. Sigourney Weaver, who I'm like, I was really, sure. <laughs> I was really into back in the day. Excited <laughs> to meet her. Uh, Alan Rickman. Oh, the whole thing. I was pumped. Yes. Facebooked it. Told everyone. I was I was calling people up. I was like initiating conversations with people I hadn't talked what to. What year so was I this? Could. 2017. Yeah, so this is Will, wait, the one that we were playing at Sigourney Weaver's thing. Yeah. Are you free on Friday? I was really going to be Wait, like, Alan Rickman had passed away. Though. Was this a This m- was a, his year memorial. memorial. Yeah. It was God. a year after his. Yeah. Uh, it was only a year after he passed. It was 2016. Oh, well, I guess you're right. Yeah, I mean, okay. and I was really like, oh, hey, how are you doing? Oh, yeah, I'm playing on Rickman's thing or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. But then, like, a couple days before it, cause she asked me how much I should charge, and I guess I gave a way too low number. So where people were like, no, this guy doesn't, he's not anyone. Yeah. So they canceled the gig. Yeah. And I had one of those New York City days where you're just in your, you're just like pacing, your, you're looking in the mirror. Yeah. And I was like, and I was subletting this, like, bad, bad apartment and they had this like weird i literally like ripped the foam board off the wall it was like oh yeah it was like they just like kind of and i was like i just made the sign i went down the subway and it it ended up being wow yeah yeah it was just one of those days i said i have to do something or i'm just gonna go crazy today and i had the idea kind of floating in my head for a while so i just made the sign and literally took the train down the subway and did it and (laughs) it was a really awesome night it was probably one of the most fun times i've ever had doing it wow. how much did you raise that first night that you were able to give people do you know oh i i mean not not as much as i do now but it was probably I mean, I, at least a couple hundred bucks what's the most amount that you have personally done in one day that you've been able to give to people this last big one i had was like maybe two weeks ago i don't know what it, what it was but I was just on, and I think the holidays are getting closer, and uh, it must have been – I mean it must have been six or $700 in the four hours I played. Wow. So how do you disseminate that money then? How, other than people being able to come over and take money mm-hmm. out of the case, which I imagine does happen from time to time, yeah. 
how does the decision get made about what happens to that money then? Cool. So uh, I normally will play until the money <clears throat> goes. I see. So yeah, yeah. So none of our the few other people who do it myself, we don't take any of this money. Right. Uh, so we used to do something, but I can only sing for so long in the subway. So we used yeah. to do something that we we need to come up with a new name, but we called it the Millionaire March, where if we had if we were just like if we were if I was just really beat and I couldn't sing anymore, yeah. I would just take all the money and then I would just do a lap around Port Authority wow. and just like yeah. J.D. Rockefeller's like hand it. I'd be like, hey, you want some money? I'm just giving money. Yeah, yeah. And, you, and you have fun because like money's money, but when you have a big stack of singles, you know, when you're a kid yeah. and you got singles and you're like, ha ha, look I at this 50, like, you ever seen what $50 looks like? Yeah. Uh, but we used to, I'll do that or like a lot of times if I'm getting really tired uh, and the last person to come up and take, I'll be like, just take it. Yeah. Like treat yourself. I always say treat yourself. Treat yourself. Yeah. yeah. And they all, and well. they take it. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that's one of our strict rules to anyone who does it or wants to do it is that you can't take any of the money. If you want to get like a Gatorade, you can get a Gatorade, yeah. but you have to, it's got to be a hundred percent donation rate. Do you throw money in to get it started? Uh, I have a big, no one takes change. Even like, the, the, I mean, no one takes change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a bag of change. That I keep my guitar case uh, most days. And no one, it just grows and it mm -hmm. goes and it grows. I mean, sometimes the change. I yeah. keep cool coins. I yeah, see a cool coin, I cool. keep it. That's cool. That's, uh, that's nice. People leave weird stuff. I have a whole <laughs> drawer full of weird stuff people leave. Like yeah. what? What's the weirdest I just got thing? a kiss. I just got a kiss on an envelope. A lady took money and she like clearly put new lipstick on, kissed the paper, and she said, mm. this is a famous kiss. World famous kiss, which is not how I would want to describe a kiss, because that sounds like an old way you would talk about like herpes. It's a world famous kiss. Oh, around the world. These lips have been around the world. But you'll get that, or you'll get like you'll get weird. I've gotten like a medical bracelet once. Like the guy was yeah. he like like could cut it off and was like, "This is bring you good luck." Oh um, heavens! You probably get money from all around the world. Yeah, no, that's what's really cool. You yeah. get money from. I got a uh, Denmark. I got some money from Den from Denmark. Cool. A krona. Oh, yeah. the other day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is expensive up there. Woof. Here's here's a, a question for you: Is um, is there any judgment from you about who deserves the money and who doesn't? Here, here's, here's I funnily enough had the same question because yeah. So so I'm saying, let's say you're you 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 you're positive when you give this person money. Two seconds later, they're going to buy a fifth. Mm -hmm. Do you not give them that money because you know it's just going to something that's going to hurt them? Or do you just say, it's not up to me. I'm going to give it to anyone that looks like they w want money. Yeah. I mean, one, the big philosophy we have is that we never – it's up to their discretion. Yeah. Uh, I have some regulars. I absolutely know they're using – one of the rules we kind of – is that if you know someone's using, I always ask them and we talk about it. Mm. Uh it's it's really it really drives me crazy to not know whether or not this is a positive impact on them or a negative mm -hmm. impact uh and it is a slippery slope i know there have been times where people have been like i just want some money for beer and i've been like i'll buy you a beer dude like let's go get a beer and sit and have a mm -hmm. beer because sometimes yeah. that beer while maybe not the most helpful choice that act of having a beer is more valuable uh but the communal aspect of you actually spending time is more valuable than yeah, and that's anything. what this project kind of was. It was 
of course, about giving people money when they need it so they're never pressed up against a wall. But it was also a little bit about making people rethink what giving is, especially yeah. New Yorkers who we spend our money like idiots. We re- I mean, we all you're we're all broke. Yeah. There's like eight no, people in the world who aren't broke. All of us are like none of us are really super okay. Yeah. Especially But we're not. Yorkers. We I have like a Netflix I have Netflix and I eat whatever I want. I don't care. I buy it's, go and buy it. It's interesting. It's all it's all relative. Yeah. how you feel mm-hmm. i remember during one of my tougher times i went up to a homeless person i don't mean this like i'm an awesome person i'm just i went to up to what was clearly a homeless person i think he asked me money i said you know what i'm going to give you the money in my pocket i gotta be honest with you you probably have more money than i do right now mm-hmm. based on whatever you've collected through the day honestly but you look like you need it more than i do you it know? happened to me this this week i've had and if my mother is listening, it's just – it's in my other account. It's transferring. <laughs> my mother thinks I have like eight bank accounts. I'm always like, well, it's a tr- it's the process. It's transferring, then, mom. But uh, no, I mean it's been – like the past couple of weeks, there's been some things and some expenses. So I've had like this like – you know, when you're in that like $120, $80 to $130 zone where you're not like – you're, you're going to be okay. But you're, you're a little be... bit like, ooh. ooh, like a bad – Yeah, one bad turn. You know, uh but I can't not give people money. Yeah. So people are asking me for money and I've been all week. I was like, I'm not going to buy this. I'm going to eat peanut butter sandwiches, smooth. I'm going to do all smooth. this, throw it back. Uh, but then I got paid today and then all day today, I've just been all of a sudden, I'm like, whatever, I'll take an Uber. Yeah. It's, you know, it's all uh, subjective. But I mean, the, the whole true. thing was a little bit, and I hate to word, use the word shame, but it's a little bit about shaming New Yorkers to be a little bit like someone's asking you for money. You've got money. If one of your if, – if, if, if a guy dressed differently was like, hey, can I get it? Like if right now I was like, can I have a dollar? You'd probably be like, yeah, I'll give you a dollar. Yeah. You know? Uh, so, I mean, not shaming, but making them rethink the biases yeah. we all have. But, exactly. But I, there absolutely is a subconscious bias I have when I know someone's using. Right. Uh, I try – and we all have these biases and we can't. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, I try well, not to let it – you know, I try it, to – justify it i i love i love the fact that though you are you're you're changing conversation a little bit and here's what i mean you talk about like if someone say you know can I have a dollar you give it to them and and i do mm-hmm. um but if between getting off the subway and my office i literally have 19 people asking me for money there's just a point when one i only have so much money mm-hmm. number two eventually i'm just like my life can't be giving people money every two seconds just to get to where I have to go. Like, like that's, so it's like, it, what it's point? a very, it's a very it, interesting you, thing. You start York. to protect yourself a little bit and say, yeah, I think I've given enough money to people, but now you, all of you people coming to me because you need help make me feel bad about myself. Every person I refuse money yeah. to, so it becomes a weird sort of ethical. So coming to someone like you and saying, Oh, you make me think about what's great in the world. Mm-hmm. I want to give to that. And you know? if it's and if it's actually a fun and they've 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 done studies on this, but <clears> were <throat> you to uh so were I to show you a picture of a child and say, if you give three dollars or any random thing, three dollars, you know, your donation can help feed this child for the month. Right. And then if I show you the same girl but she has a brother and I add a second person on, your willingness to give Money actually decreases the yep. more people because it spreads out the problem. Mm-hmm. No, I mean I totally – you know what's a nice analogy I always use in the city to balance out how to navigate it is it's the clipboard people. 
Yeah. So of course you're not gonna. I'm not. You can't give money to every person with a vest and a clipboard who wants you to sign there, whatever. Right. But there's that balance. You want know, thing where you know you talk it's, to them, but you're letting them know, but you're acknowledging that they're there, that they're yeah. a person, that they have a need. But you're. But you. You can't. You got to live your life too. Yeah. So you do that kind of like. I feel like it's a constant discernment that you have to sort of like, like volume up a little bit, like fine tune, right? Yeah. Because for me, I'll sometimes be on a train where someone might come on and I'm really like sending a very important email on my phone or like sitting there in a moment and I cannot look at this person right now and I look up and someone else is giving them a dollar and I go, oh, good, that's that's taken care of. Okay, good. someone's there for them. Great. And then maybe the next train I get on, I'm sitting there, everyone else is oblivious and I can take care of the next homeless person. Like it's a group effort in New York. So it's like this discernment thing where you go, I can't get everyone. I don't need to feel shame about not getting everyone. Mm -hmm. And because homelessness will always be there. Mm -hmm. And I speak as someone who has literally done a campaign raising a thousand dollars for this homeless man in my neighborhood who I found out was using and then went to jail. It was a whole thing. That wasn't on me. I didn't give him the whole thousand dollars at once, but I did get a thousand dollars for him. And that's not on me to say, Oh God, I'm a terrible person. Cause I raised this money for him. And now he's X, Y, Z. There was joy. There was some safety. There was whatever there for him. And then the rest of the money I withheld and I donated to a charity. You gave him a, a, genuine, a, a moment of feeling I really did. And I that really matters. Really and that's, did. That's, that's what we're all... But then I had to cut it off because well, it went crazy. You gotta be smart. So yeah. let me ask you something. So you, you're you not the only person doing this. You, oh, yeah. you, Do you have like you've a crew? You've amassed a team now, right? Yeah, uh, kind if you will. Of. So tell us about that and you know, what the impact of that is and how you deploy that. Yeah, so we like to have a a kind of leaderless ideology where it's we really encourage people to be you know homespun in your hometown set it up so i get yeah yeah yeah. we're all about you know there's a little pdf we send that's like don't like the rules are like don't punch the homeless people like that's like about it it's to be a good person just do your thing it's not just new york (laughs) Uh, so i don't know who's doing it in i don't know how many people are doing it i know every now and then on instagram and the first time I saw it was like well, maybe one of the few like real happy moments right of this whole thing where I was like, whoa. But there I was on, you know, I was, how are we doing? Yeah. And there was just a, a kid. I was like, whoa, I've never talked to this kid ever. And he's just doing it. He had the sign out. And, what uh, city? In New York. He was in New oh. York. Just singing. He was just singing. He wasn't even playing an instrument. He was just oh, singing acapella. That's awesome. He was really cute. You could tell he was like new in college. He had oh. like a collar. Like he like, got dressed up like a collared shirt tucked into collar, you mm-hmm. know. It was cute. Uh, that is so cool. But yeah, I mean, we have some people, you know, I have a lot of musician friends. They'll come on and do one. It's really hard to find people who want to do it regularly because we're all busy in New York and yeah. we're all busy everywhere. And it's hard just to live here no matter what job you work. Mm-hmm. What other cities, though? Uh, I know that there's someone in Miami okay. who's done it. Uh, Seattle. Mm-hmm. There was a girl who started one up. Uh, and in Atlanta, there was mm-hmm. someone who was gung-ho. Mm-hmm. About doing it, uh, but yeah, but it, it, it's an interesting. You know, I want this to be a a thing that's in every major city, but it's it is difficult to find pe- people who it's a, it's a pretty niche market of people who are yeah. like, have time and yeah. play an instrument uh, and are willing have to... have a heart for it. Yeah, and it's it's yeah. not easy. It's not easy. You know, I don't think it's any mistake that 
this was something that came naturally to me. Mm-hmm. But I can't go ask, you know, I understand if my 95 pound female friend is like, I don't feel comfortable yeah. being in a subway, you know, because one of our big rules is like, don't like, you know, touch them, like touch them, hold their hand. Like if you hand them something, like touch them, you can touch them. They're people, they're just mm-hmm. slightly smellier than you are, mm-hmm. like barely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, you know, <laughs> so true. Just, you know, so like touch them, like just don't, just touch, who cares? Uh, so it's hard to find people though who are ready to mm-hmm. get down and dirty. Uh, yeah. Do so you people who, who take money from you that you know, shouldn't be and they're just being asses like a few times there was one guy who came up so a couple times you'll get like some teenagers who are okay and they'll be like and they'll grab it and they'll empty it out and they're allowed they're allowed but there was you know and the case rarely gets emptied out one of the biggest things we hear is a homeless person will say i want to make sure that i'm leaving it for some for the next person because they still have a community they all have to look out for each other yeah but there was a day this guy and he was wearing one of those the one of those pinstripey suits, businessy type. Wait, like a Wall Street person? Like a Wall Street guy. What? And I kid you not. Well, his, how do you think he afforded it? Yeah, <laughs> I kid you not. His voice was a little bit like, huh. like I, he even had the like, you know, I'm a businessman. And he literally yeah. was like, so you're just giving money. He's like, you're just giving money away. And I was like, yeah, dude. And he's like, so you're saying I could just take money if I wanted to take it. Anyone doesn't have to work. They just take it. And I was like, yeah, dude, like, just take, like, just to be chill. And he, like, grabbed a bunch of money. He was like, huh, and got on the train. And I just wondered, like, what did that, like, what did he do? Did he go Who home to his wife and was like, you, hey, man? honey, guess what? Guess what your man Brad did? <laughs> Keep uh, those hormones going. I mean, yeah, it was just like, but no, it doesn't happen that much. It's really, I mean. That's good. It is, and I hate, I live this, I love the city, but I hate it. And I really, I really hate, I really hate a lot of the people who live here. Because I think they're just—I think they're just goofy and dumb. But I love them. But it's the New York yeah. thing. I'm like, oh, you guys just—you stink. There's too many. You're of the us. worst. Everyone seems like, ugh, and they bag, you know. And then there's a really good person. And you're like, okay, so there is hope after all. But, the, but then... every, I'm, I'm telling you, like New Yorkers, they wait. It's like when a pregnant woman comes on a train or yeah. a wallet. If you give them, if you set up the opportunity for them to do good, they race each other to do it. Yes, yeah. true. You know, New Yorkers love to have each other's back. They sometimes forget it when they when it's small things, but if you give them an opportunity, they they rise to it 100%. Yeah, like if you give an old, if there's an older couple and you get up and give them one seat, the person next to you is likely to get up too even though they wouldn't have if you hadn't. Oh, it's, it's my crazy. favorite. I love getting up for old ladies. I love it. It's my favorite. I love thing. that. <laughs> so, if someone is not in front of you, how many people do you think overall you have that are doing this with you from time to time? What would you say the ma- maximum number of people is? I think at one time we had like 10 or 15 people okay. in the city doing it on and off. Uh, cool. So if someone wasn't in front of you in, in order to put money in your case, mm-hmm. do you have any way set up for people to donate money and, and then how would that be used? Uh, so we do. We have a website. There is a donation link. I should probably go make sure it is still active. I'm not good at all the internet stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've gotten a few donations and we will basically, we've bought Metro cards, a bunch of Metro cards. We do like week passes and we'll yeah. hand those out. Uh, and we basically go case by case with that. We bought some backpacks for a family and we basically kind of keep that in a bubble for when we 
Yeah, when something arises. When something special of. comes up. Because okay. every now and then there's just, you know, and we're goofy. I mean, we're, we pride ourselves on being kind of goofy and kind of, we're up for anything. So, I mean, there was a day a guy was talking. He's like, man, I really want a harmonica. We're like, yeah, dude, let's go get you harmonica. Like, let's get you harmonica. That's amazing. And, like, we probably should have, you know, allocated those funds in a smarter. But, like, no, the guy, if I, we can give him a harmonica, yeah. he wants one. Who cares? He'll be happy with a harmonica, and then he gets, you know, we get to say we bought a dude a harmonica. He gets a harmonica. It's good for everyone except the people who have to listen to him. Maybe that harmonica, maybe he might learn, and that might make him hundreds of dollars. I was going to say, you just taught the guy to fish. Yeah, that's another (laughs) program we wanted to start was to teach people how to busk. And that's awesome. We've gone through a lot of ideas of new things to do. All of them are basically impossible in the city, but one day we're hoping to do some real crazy stuff and spread out to other shallowmobile. All right, that's that's really awesome. what is the website people can go to, or how can they track you down? It's uh, we have an Instagram that I am starting to get very active on. Ooh, uh, I'm gonna it's follow. Ho- it's Hopeful Cases Music. Okay, I'm following. Uh, and our website is hopefulcases.org. Okay. Yeah, and there's emails and stuff on all those. You send me a message. I, I'm on them. Are you considering trying to find a way to notify people where you are at a certain time? Like if you're busking at this station at this time. That's a really good idea. Uh, because you could even put it on either on your website or on your or on your Instagram just so that people, you know, it becomes like a you're sort of tracking like here's where you can come get money. Like an Amber Alert except good. Yeah. I mean yeah. you can't control – it's surprising how many homeless people have a phone. Yeah. yeah. But I'm saying you – you know – Short of like putting flyers around the the neighborhood, the be- the best thing you can do is tell people because then you could say like, here's where you can come bring money to. I will. That's really smart. I should look into that. Why not? Right. I'll be the next Dan Smith that teaches you how to Why play not? guitar. So oh, yeah, um, I just followed. I I would yes. love to see if I have I have a surprise for you in a moment, but I was wondering if maybe you might um, regale a song. For all of us, yeah, um, maybe an yeah. original, maybe an original of yours. Yeah, if you're so inclined. Totally. Why don't you bust yeah. out that guitar? Yeah. Well, my baby says you're leaving in the morning. Way down in New Orleans, a girl can make a change. Hand old black bow, dig a bag is all she's taking. She said that's all they'll let her bring aboard that train. Travel around the whole world Come back and tell me what you find I'll be sitting here on this same bar stool Till God don't care Or the devil don't mind So Will, dude, that was that was off the hook. That was really, really great. Yeah, that I was wanted really, more. Really, really, I yeah, wanted yeah, I did. More. I wish we could have like song after song. So first of all, just from me, just from Mark, from my heart, I want to thank you for what you're doing for people. I want to thank you for coming on the show and giving us such joy in hearing your story, playing along with us, sharing your music. Uh, just there's it's a uh, Really great to know you and to think that it came from seeing that sign and then here you are in our studio and getting to meet you. It's awesome. It's, it's really great. So good. So that was the first thing. I want to just personally thank you for that. Thank you, man. 
The second thing that I want to do is, and Daniel doesn't even know either of these things. Oh my gosh. So on this show is a reboot of a previous show that we used to do. Um, called Monkey Radio with Mark that was separate, and then M- Mouth Media Network rebooted that show into into this show. Basically, on that show we had something that we used to do once a year, which was called the American of the Year Award. Mm. So Lois and I talked earlier today and made a decision to restart that tradition on this show, and we would like to, in a very small way, recognize the kind of great work that you're doing by recognizing you as the first funny people talking as weird as that sounds, but I promise it's like legit on behalf of mouth media network, the first funny people talking American of the year, which is recognizing someone that we see that is implementing American values, the best American values in a way that impacts other people's lives. So, in lieu of a trophy, because in the past we would give some sort of trophy, it's not an enormous amount of money, but Mouth Media would like to donate $100 towards what you're doing. Thank you so much. Just that's... as a little token. No, that's huge, let's man. Let's Yay. just Let's just put some money in your case for the next time you're playing. Thank you so and much. do whatever you want to do with that that can help someone out, okay? It's not a lot of money, but the spirit is, behind though, it is just Thank you so much. That's awesome. Okay? Uh, maybe we'll throw a little plaque your way, too, or something. So, but, um, we need a song. American of the year. Right. So, yeah. so um, thank That's you for the work awesome. you're doing. I hope that means something to you that we really no, it just, does, it's really. And, and this is really cool because I think this is the first time where you, you normally think they find me on Instagram or they see someone and they find their way back to us. Mm-hmm. But this is the first time where you, you saw me. So that's really cool to me. That's small world. So, yes. Um, so we're going to make a deal it. out of this just so you know. We'll promote this, the, the, this American of the Year thing and like tell people about it so it's not just like hey just want to say really cool like this is the thing so oh no yeah i'll um, tell everyone all right cool so congratulations and thank you for well deserved well deserved all right um so go help more people (laughs) that's Um, awesome all right we'll take a quick break then it's end of show food sans elsie but with elsie's spirit intact Connect with the show at Mouth Media Network or at our website, funnypeopletalking.com. And please, for the love of all that is holy, subscribe to the show and leave us a damn review and a really, really good rating on iTunes. Pretty please? Thank you. All right, it is the end of the show. And typically what that means is end of show food, where we get a chance to taste something that our producer, Elsie, scours the countryside, finds interesting shops, finds things online, interesting snacks or food for us to taste. You never know what she's going to come up with. Sometimes it's a little weird. Sometimes it's amazing. It could be food. It could be snacks. It could be desserts. It could be drinks. You never know. And then what we do is we taste it and we all try it. Then we rate it. We rate it on a scale of what, Danielle? Chickens, Mark. A scale. End of show food. Scale of what? 
however many chickens you want. Oh, nice. I like 72 chickens. That's Elsie. Uh, she's channeling Elsie. So, uh, the spirit is That's here. right. Spirit. We miss you, Elsie. We miss you. So uh, in, in any event, um, uh, so you rate it on a scale of chickens, whatever your scale of chickens is. It could be 1,000 chickens. could be 12 chickens, whatever you want. Okay? And um, uh, so pad for me while I grab the food, if you would, Danielle. What do you want to know? <laughs> oh, is this, is this where we're candidly talking? Ask Elsie. Okay. I'm here. You have a question? What do you want to know? Yeah, Elsie. Uh, yeah? I'd like to know the real difference between a sandwich. What is Or this? between a wrap and a burrito. Ugh. When does a wrap become burrito? When is it? What's the cutoff? Wraps are cold. Burritos are warm. So if you make a burrito cold, it's, it becomes a wrap? Yeah. Well, Scientific. You know, you know, I've been, thank you for that. This has been yeah. plaguing people for. One has rice, one doesn't. <laughs> That's is another it, one. What, an what if it's rice? It's what if it's like rice, chicken, feta cheese, and spinach? That's a burrito. There you go. All right. So our food for end of show food. I'm going to stop you just I, to protect I you. I <laughs> put my own opinions on Elsie's there. I believe that's a burrito. Oh, Hello. Okay. Hello. So our end of show food, which is I will point out, is something Elsie found. And uh, we have crazy. permission to share it today. This is... Wild or Wildy brand. I'm not sure which. Wildy. <laughs> they are Nashville hot chicken chips. Fried chicken what? Fried chips <laughs> made from premium cuts of chicken and tapioca flour. Ooh, give me that hot chocolate. They yeah, are. There's great. no antibiotics Wait, or added what? hormones. They were. They're. They're. They're no non-hormonal <laughs> chicken. Gluten-free. Did the chickens live a good Paleo life? Paleo snacking. <laughs> What's that? Did the chickens live a good life? They're bad they, life. Doesn't, doesn't this chicken look like he lived a pretty hot life, pretty good life? So um, I'm going to pass it out, uh, pass them out to you, and anyone that wishes to partake shall do so, and we will oh, all so eat them excited. at the same time. So hang on to your snack. So wait, it's vegan? No, it's chicken. Yeah. <laughs> it's not vegan. The, the, chickens chicken. are, the chickens are vegan, though. They're made of chicken. It was a chicken. I'm so excited because I've been on this one. Don't weird, eat it. Don't eat it. I've been wanting to see Don't how spicy it yet. I can get. You hold the chips and I tell you when to go. You try yeah, of course. Okay, so I'm going to Can, this can bag. I look at the front of the bag real quick? Yeah, so the bag. So it's a it, potato. It's not a potato. No. <laughs> I'm they're, so confused. They're made of chicken. This is weird. Okay, I'm ready. They're made of chicken, and the, the bag is a big red chicken or rooster on it. It's a chicken and so, chip. Okay, ready? One, two, three. One, two, three, two, go. Three, go. Whoa. I like them. No, it's coming. They're weird, though. It's coming. I can feel it. Oh, the, the heat? There's some heat coming. Is there it's a not, back end heat here? It's not. No. Oh, wow. Not too bad. They're kind of tasty. It does taste chicken. It's kind of chickeny. The heat's really... Oh, it it's is just in a, the back. It's it just a little bit. It's no, not it spicy. Like it's got a little hot. <laughs> I just recently found out that chickens are made entirely of chicken, which I... That's weird, man. That's where chicken comes from. <laughs> I, I know. Um, okay. I just like chicken chip because it sounds like something else. I will pass around more for anyone that wants more. Um, but uh, let's rate them. So, um, Lois, uh, uh, what is your chicken scale and how many chickens? 41 and a half. Out of? 60. And what's the deduction for for you? 
I don't know. It wasn't that spicy, mm-hmm. and they said it would be spicy. False it was advertising. A, yes, and it was a little chickeny, but not super chickeny. So you feel that you were led astray. I, I do. <laughs> okay. I really do. Danielle? And it wasn't okay. vegan. Oh, well, true. Um, I didn't say it was vegan. <laughs> Danielle said it was vegan. Well, vegan I'm was misled. utterly confused <laughs> by everything. It's so, chicken and tapioca. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm not gonna so go, much for you? Didn't care for No, not, not good. Oh. Oh, we have a chicken as our logo, yeah. so I feel bad. But um, Might be that I'm going to go like 13 out of 78 chickens. Ooh, low score for Lowest Danielle. Score not for given. Danielle. Uh, what about you, Will? Yeah. You have a 27 chickens. Out of how many? 28 chickens. Yeah, he wow. liked it. I really dug that snack. I'm taking good. one chicken away because when you were describing it, I don't know why in my head, I got really excited that they would be thick, like drumstick shaped little. Oh. <laughs> I know, like, like well, in my head, you know, I'm, I'm like disappointed for something that was never true in the first there place. There is a note for Wildy or Wild brand that maybe you could Oh, them. Oh, I'm going to, well, they're absolutely write listening. them right away, right? I hope they listen. Dear Wild brand. Um, I will give them um, uh, 48 out of 50 chickens. The deduction, small deduction for me. I enjoyed it too. I that was surprisingly pleasing, but and I would eat more, but I don't think I would ever make a point to go buy them again. Like this was good for this yeah, moment, no, agreed. but I would never. Well, I know you wouldn't go buy them again. Sorry, <laughs> it's okay. You're welcome to not like everything. So, uh-huh. um, all right. Well, great. I'm glad it worked out. Thank you, Elsie, for that buy. I'm You're sorry you missed out everyone. on it. Maybe we'll save you some. All right, everybody, that is the end, very sadly, of this episode of Funny People Talking. A a big, big thank you to our absolutely amazing guest and first official Funny People Talking American of the Year, Mr. Will Boyajan. Yeah. Um, and his incredible organization, uh, Hopeful Cases. Um, We salute you, sir. And uh, congratulations for the work that you do. And you're a very talented dude, a very nice guy. And I'm really happy you were here. Thank Thank you you. so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Great. All right. Uh, Again, we miss you, Elsie. We'll see you soon. And uh, thank you all for listening. We really, really appreciate it. It means so much to you because without you, it's just us talking. You just said it means so much to you. Oh, it does. It means so much to you. It means so much to you to listen. And to you. And to you. So listen. I love it. Uh, Until next time, uh, for Lois Hersica. Bye, everybody. Thank you. And (laughs) Daniel Beckman. (laughs) Farewell, friends. I'm Mark Rako. Have a wonderful day, everybody, and stay fun. That's it? That's the end of the show? Boy, oh, boy, what a crock. This was Funny People Talking. Copyright 2019. No portion of the content may be reproduced or published without the strict written permission of the producers. Connect with our show at at Mouth Media Network or at our website, funnypeopletalking.com. I'm your announcer, Peter Coleman. Thanks for listening. This is Mouth Media Network. Amplify and connect. Connect.